Hey lads, welcome back to a brand new episode of Dreamcast by Drifty. Well, yeah, I had to change my microphone because the old one kind of died on me. Remember the computer dying on me? Yeah, I got my computer back and well, it still sucks. So yeah, today's topic of interest is the new MacBook Air, not the new MacBook Air, the Pro and the Pro Max, the 13 inch, 14 inch, 16 inch. Well, should you buy it or not? I should jump back into it, shall we? So I'm gonna roll an intro. Well, welcome from the bedroom studio. It's not a studio. <laughs> okay, so the M1 chip on the MacBook Pro. What do you think about it? The 13 inch MacBook Pro, just, just for this. It still is rocking the same old M1 that is a core, a core. Eco CPU, Eco GPU, and 16 gigs of unified memory. Uh, yeah, so it's basically as good as the new, not as good, but then the battery life is around the same margin. Now, in the Pros and the Pro Max, that is the, you know, uh, secret sauce, or that's the big deal. Biggest change uh, structurally or body-wise is notch. I'm pretty sure every YouTuber like MKBHD, Marquez, not Marquez, Marquez is MKBHD, and basically all the other major YouTubers, Austin Evans, Linus Tech Tips, Anthony might have done it. Yeah. So basically, MacBook Pro 14 and 16 inches, um, both are working, the Pro and the Pro Max having a 10-core CPU, a 32-core GPU. Pretty dope and pretty decent for an SOC. Um, SOC is a system on a chip, which basically is your CPU in your computer that is a small a metal block like thingy in the middle of your motherboard. Yeah, that, your RAM, um, your, your RAM, your CPU, your graphics, and your chipset, and basically everything that is needed on the motherboard except your storage and uh, yeah, that, almost that. That's about it. That together constitute this. What I'm talking about is the SOC. So we have a big jump from two terabytes of maximum configurable storage to eight terabytes. That's a 4x improvement. Uh, don't buy that, please. For heaven's sake, don't. Because Thunderbolt has become fast enough for you to like connect a drive and work from it. So let me jump deep into it. For the MacBook Pro 14 and 16 inch, I have had, uh, let's just say, I liked what I saw, okay? But I wouldn't recommend you buy the 8-core CPU with the 14-core GPU, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gig SSD. Why? 8-core CPU for a Pro Machine and a 14-core GPU for a Pro Machine is um, a little, um, a bit too less. And yes, Ports have been uh, brought back, which is amazing. MacSafe is back, amazing. But yeah, if you're gonna buy the new MacBook Pro, don't go for the eight-core model. Go for at least the ten-core M1 Pro. Uh, that's um, pretty expensive. But then you get um, a 96-watt USB charger. Like since when including a charger became a feature? Like crazy. Uh, yeah. Basically, that's it. But you won't, you basically get nothing in the box. That's just your MacBook and your USB-C to MacSafe charger and the power adapter. And 
according to Apple's claims, M1 Pro is nine times faster in graphics performance. But the way they compare the graphics performance is uh, sketchy at best. Because is, is it nine times faster graphics performance? What do you mean by nine times faster graphics performance? Compared to what? Graphics performance, it has to be compared for what? That is a relative thing. <coughs> Extremely sorry for that. I mean, kind of sick. So, and I did not put up stuff. So, yeah. According to Apple's own te uh, sayings, testing conducted by Apple in September 2021 using a pre-production 14-inch MacBook Pro system with M1 Pro, 10-core CPU, 16-core GPU, 32 gigs of RAM, and 8TB SSD, as well as a production 2.3-core Intel Core i7-based 13-inch MacBook Pro with Intel Iris Plus graphics. So it's faster than an Iris Plus graphics. Hey, big deal. My, okay, I'm not gonna compare my graphics. It sucks. It's a Radeon R7 M340. Um, it kind of sucks really badly. It can't do anything. Iris Plus graphics, 32 gigs of RAM, 4 terabyte SSD, and pre-release Final Cut Pro 10.6 using a complex. What do you mean by complex? Complex is a very relative term. Two-minute project with Pro K 4S 422 media. Okay, now that gives sheds a little bit of light on what are you doing. Performance tests are conducted using a specific computer system and reflects the approximate performance of a MacBook Pro. Reflect the approximate performance of a MacBook Pro using specific computer systems. We do not know what kind of setup on the MacBook, or the MacBook Pro, or the newer MacBook Pro, what they're running. So basically, it's sketchy as frick. I would suggest you to go and check Geekbench on Antutu and basically read some more articles about this because this is a little bit of the gray area. This has been happening for Apple since quite a long time because the way they present themselves is like nobody else exists in the world so yeah keep an eye out on that there's a little bit of you know sketchy i'm not saying it's not true but then it has a chance to be false that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it's true like i'm saying it might be true or it might not be true but then there is a chance of it for going to fail yeah what i was surprised by like the most the highest amount of surprise that came to me was on the m1 max 13 times faster graphics performance and a 400 gigabytes per second memory bandwidth whoa like really whoa i don't think ddr4 or ddr5 does that i think ddr5 does that but i don't think ddr4 does that supports four external displays nothing new yeah, liquid XDR displays. Basically, remember the Pro Display XDR. I think that's coming to. Uh, what I understand by this is the Pro Display XDR stuff is coming onto the MacBook Pro. Thunderbolt 4, XDS, SDXC, that's quite a mouthful. <laughs> and an HDMI. Basically, uh, remember the USB C everything? Yeah, that died. <sighs> and touch bars are gone. Like, that was pretty much useless. Mac OS Montreux seems to be great, and yes, it has a little bit of bugs. Um, own usage, I've seen a little bit of bugs, but then um, it's alright. It's useful, and by the time the M1 Max becomes fully fledged, it's gonna be great. 
and what i like about the m1 max is that you get a 140 watt usb-c power adapter 16 core neural engine 32 core gpu 10 core cpu 32 gigs of unified memory one terabyte ssd crazy fast am i right so basically four times graphics okay oh come on the other place you told us it's 13 oh come on they changed what they just said oh my god apple that's sad oh okay okay more power for the most demanding workflows up to four times graphics performance okay 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 another class point testing conducted by apple in september 2021 using a pre-production 16 inch macbook pro systems with an m1 max ah oh, it has been compared to an m1 max again don't be misled because they have it really specified on their website that is www.apple.com slash e-n-i-n-u-s i don't know whatever you want slash shop slash buy dash mac slash macbook dash pro slash 16 dash inch dash macbook dash pro in this side at the bottom on the 10th clause and the 11th clause and the third clause and the second clause and yeah basically all those clause uh, yes the fourth clause all these clauses tell about what are they comparing to but then that comparison show is a little bit vague for my liking 21 hours of battery life i don't think you need anything more we saw with all the videos with all the macbooks yeah it's pretty good speakers are amazing bass just kicks in apple does it best bass apple does it best speakers apple does it best well i love the macbook pros because it's a new departure the uh, series 7 apple watch is just uh yeah no i'm not impressed by it so let's keep over that the iphone 13 oh you knew your superpower oh boohoo basically a dual camera system instead of being like right below each other at this time it became diagonal it's 5g capable a15 19 hours of video playback on the 13th and 28 hours of video playback on the pro yeah i'm all right it, it's compatible with MagSafe. that's the headlines that's about it air tags are the thing it's amazing and yeah ios 15 is kind of great and the iphones didn't have much of a thing happening for this year now what is the big thing that every Tom, Dick, and Harry has been into? Tiny living robots figured how to reproduce. Xenobots can reproduce via kinematic replication, which has never been observed before. Okay, so warnings, fallout, breakout, whatever you call it. This is not what you see. Researchers did not make um, robots which can self-replicate, alright? It is basically biological machines which have some sketchy features. Well, it's not sketchy, it's kind of cool. It was uh, in Vermont, a University of Vermont computer scientist and robotics experts. It's basically programmable organisms. I think it was on, made on E. coli and... Uh, Honestly, I'm quite impressed about how it works. Seriously, it's kind of amazing. The these aren't your constructions of silicon and metal. They are biological machines. If I what I've read from the research papers, it is E. coli pre-programmed and 
with the initial, final, and basically everything. And yeah, release for buildings so so that they can like close the building gaps. Basically, if there's a crack in the building, you release these stuff, they'll uh, clean it up for you. Yeah, there's a YouTube video about it. It's kind of interesting, but then uh, let's just say it's it's on the sketchy side of something. All your this is not a surefire thing that's gonna come out tomorrow at the point of time. It could, it could not. So don't quote me on that. Okay. Now yes, it that's what I said. There, these are just a mobile ball of cell which can just. Whoop, that's it. They can just clump and close gaps. Basically like how glue works. But then instead of uh, glue being non-living this is really living so that's about it and there are multiple websites featuring about this Ars Technica, Gizmodo basically a lot of stuff you have the websites you can just search for it interesting research yeah it's basically Xenobots it's called Xenobots it's kind of interesting I like what I saw and it, oh boy oh no 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 oh I'm not gonna feature this, hell no. Okay, no. Okay, I think that I think we have what we need for today. And yes, um, why did I disappear for like a proper two months? I had my school exams. There, my schoolmates kind of are not the best school, so I needed to get my grades in. So. I quit all my socials for a couple of months so I can get all my studies racked in, you know, finish all the extra work and basically it settled in. So I'll be making another episode pretty soon. Um, this is going to go live today. And yeah, thank you so much for watching, folks. I, I love the fact that you guys are here to listen to this. And yes, I'll be back with another episode really soon. And yes, I have a YouTube channel. It is called Yours Truly Driffy. Go hit it up. I have videos coming on it really, really soon. That is not tech. That is lifestyle. Basically, uh, storytelling kind of stuff. And yeah, I have an Instagram that is the underscore Driffy. Uh, you have a logo on it. I have, it's like my music stuff. So basically, yeah, I have a merch store. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it now. <laughs> and yeah. I love you all for watching. Thank you so much for watching. See you in the next video, lads. Till then, bye.